Peace, peace, peace. Welcome to the Scrap and Roll MMA Podcast. I'm your host, Sky. We got your host, Jay, CJ in the building, and special guest, y'all already know, coming back in 2024, Warren, motherfucking G, back in the <laughs> building. Let's go. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Regulators. Yeah. Mount up. I was about to Mount say, up. hit him with the regulators, you know? <laughs> um, we are back. Uh, how's your channel and stuff been going since, you know? You were last on slow, very slow. I've uh, it's life had gotten so much busier since the last time I was on here. I've been to multiple states, went to a different country. Holidays were crazy, just all over the place. But I'm about to drop my next video. I won't give a shot too early. I'll save it until then. A little okay. a little secret coming up, but yeah. yeah. Like I said, been all over the place. Iceland, cold, extremely cold, but beautiful. Once Pittsburgh, and just just been all over the place. Man's over here. Man, I, I, I'm glad to hear your OnlyFans channel is growing, man. That's that's love. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Subscribe to it. It's only five dollars a month. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, he said like he was excited to like, Let me check. I got five. I got five on. I got five on it. Oh, man. Uh, y'all, let's go ahead and hop into it because last weekend we had UFC 297, and I ain't going to lie. UFC 297, was, it was hard to get through. Let's start off with rating the card. Let's rate it uh, 1 through 10. Uh, you go ahead and start, Warren. 5 out of 10. And you being generous, Five. huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I try, even when it gets boring, I try to, like, you know, ooh, you know, that good feint, that good wrestling move, ooh. <laughs> I, try, I try not to get it too low, because, you know, I still love watching, but, and some of those fights, Raquel <laughs> Payton, uh, Mary Brown Silva, um, <laughs> you know, it was all right. What about you, CJ? I give it about a 4.6. You know, it started off pretty good. It started off good. Prelims were solid. The pre-pre's were solid. And then we got to the main card, and we were like, God damn, man. This is, it was not high quality. It felt like a fight night. Uh, the main fight was pretty decent. I give that fight probably about a 6.7. But all in all, it was like, we probably could have missed this whole card. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like... I went back to watch, you know, controversy with the Sean and Drake's fight. So I went back and rewatched certain rounds of that fight. But other than that, I don't ever want to watch nothing else from this card again. <laughs> you know, like I'm cool off of that, my boys. Yo, I don't think we ever heard CJ say that. Like typically, CJ like, oh, I wasn't so bad. You know, he said I never want to watch a fight on this card again. That's crazy. So, yeah. so y'all, y'all thought that this was so much worse than the last week's fight night? Yes. 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 Wow. Interesting. How'd you rate it? Um, well, I gave. Uh, I need to check my list. I've been trying to keep a list of everything, so I can be unlike a lot of people on oh, the that's nice. consistent. You know, <laughs> so I think last week I gave it a like a four point two or four point three. I'm gonna give this one um, a five five. Five five. I didn't think the card was horrible. Uh, wow. 
Listen, I've been watching this podcast for months now. I, I want to know what your definition, your dictionary definition of consistent is. Come on, Warren. Pow, pow. That's, 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 that's who I am. That's all I am is consistent. Right. You know, but, but what's your dictionary definition? What's consistent? Well, for one, me picking 98% accuracy. That's a bad right. lie. All yeah, right. you know that's he, a lie. Hey, he consistently Actually, is sticking to that 98 to 97%. Well, right, that, pick John true. Jones and Kobe Covington, so his percentage is way lower than not. Actually, if we're gonna be honest, it's actually off because I'm a hundred percent this year. So the whole I the whole body. No, they ain't. No, they for ain't. the main main event picks for the the top three we've been doing. No, they ain't. That's only because we have to bully you into making picks now. You said going forward, <laughs> you're going to have to make your top three picks because you skipped Raquel, you skipped Neil Magny, and you only picked Drinkers versus Sean. Yeah, Ellen didn't and, pick and nobody we else. We had to pull your team. I was about to say, hold on, did he pick Rocky and <laughs> Buena Silva? I was like, no. I know you didn't pick. He, okay, so that's I why I know them. you bullshit. <laughs> I didn't pick them. I did pick Neil. I said Neil was gonna just just lay on top of him like a wet blanket. Did you pick Neil? Yeah, I think he did. Wet blanket. Okay, wet blanket. check you out. You you and Damian picked Neil then. Yeah, I did abstain from the second fight, which I'm glad that I did. And then, damn, 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 the main event, man, Jesus, I just I can't wait. Like like like, how did y'all score the fight? We're gonna get there. We're going to get there. We'll get there. Uh, I'm going to rate this card a smooth 4.5. You're right there with me. <laughs> it, 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 was, it, was, it wasn't easy for me to make my way through it at all. Um, and full disclosure, I haven't announced it on the pod, but if you guys do follow me on social media, I am pregnant with twins and expecting them in about five to six weeks, okay? So five, six my weeks? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm quite close. Um, that's what she said. But, <laughs> so my energy levels have been down for a while now. Like, they've been down for a while. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, this city fight, uh, Charles Jordan fight, Brad Katona <laughs> fight, all three of them, knocked out. Gone. Gone. <laughs> Absolutely slept through every single one of these fights. Woke up and was like, what is going on? And and, and and apparently nothing happened besides people thought that that uh Bruce Buffer said Charles' name instead of Sean Woodson. Uh huge controversy between this uh Sahir Sadidi fight and then That was a good fight. That was a great fight. That was a good fight. That was a great that's the fight of the year for me so far. Really? Okay, yeah, so for start first first for starting the year off, yeah. Is it gonna stay there? Hell no, but it was a great fight. Uh, yeah, it was banging city, like me when I used to live in Vegas. Okay, I- I'm gonna add it to the tracker because we are tracking this year, um, just to try and you know, so when we get to the end we don't have to. But I'm gonna add it to the tracker that you uh, want to add that to the fight of the year. So yeah, it, it, so I did miss those fights, but like overall, when it came to the main card and like what we were expecting. First of all, let's get into it. Uh, the can- the Canadian men, trash, 
they shit couldn't the get bed. a win to save their life. Shout out to, uh, and I don't normally shout out Jasmine Jazz Davidicus because my girl Natalia Silva styled on her, but she came in there with like, hey, hey, she was Cruz nasty. too. Don't forget about Cruz fucking her you're up right. too. You're right. She <laughs> came was in vicious. there with bad intentions. Honestly, could the judge not have stopped? I mean, the um, the ref ref stopped it in a second. Like, what do you want to see here? Real fast. Yeah, ten a ten seven. One of the judges gave her a 10-7. Love it. Love it. I want to start seeing those come out there. I want to start seeing that come out there. That's uh, how bad of a round was. Watch Max Holloway versus uh, Calvin Cater. There's two Fair. of them. Fair. Um, or watch Max Holloway versus Volkanowski. He didn't get a 10-7. Sorry. He didn't even get a 10-8. Oh, I said he could have. No, he couldn't. When, did, when was Max uh, going to be knocked out? When was he going to finish him in there? He didn't. Please. Don't play with me. Um, um, on a real, on a real quick side note, especially for the early fights, did y'all notice that like the refs was not jumping in for the fucking subs? I didn't notice. Like he was no, not; they were not jumping in quick enough for the subs. No, I did not notice that. Oh, mm. I tell you what. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was uh, interesting. Shout out to Jillian Roberts. I mean, the two Canadian women was the ones who saved it for Canada. Aside mm-hmm. from them, like Canada was going to go, what, 0-7, 0-8, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was looking real bad for them. Shout out uh, to Jillian Rob Robinson because she is like, she can get this work. 2024 and Jace is out here shouting out women. This is crazy. She can get this work. <laughs> really? New she year, got no woman. ass. <laughs> her shorts kept rolling up and there was like no 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 bottom ass cheek hanging out no nothing Wasn't like yeah it was just flat daddy hey hey, hey. i like flapjacks we gucci man she ain't got no kitties <laughs> in the front either uh, we can get you a twink for all that you buying <laughs> oh. hey them tweaks they be power bottom anyways um, let's get to the main card. Arnold Allen versus um, Eva Law. How did y'all score that? Well, if you uh, make the knees legal, it's probably going to be a TKO, but knees aside, um, it was close. It, it was kind of, honestly, I had the same feeling I had with the main event. That it could have gone either way. And I wouldn't have been mad about either one. So I, I had it uh, 30-27. But I, as well, I thought it was a great fight. Like a lot of people were taking a shit. thought, excuse me, Arnold Allen trying to do his thing. Uh, I loved all the fucking rolls and rolls and rolls trying mm-hmm. to get out of there, you know. Yeah. Like I fucked with that fight. Obviously, and then like your boy Chris Curtis does what he does and just sucks the fucking life out of the room. You know, he is anti poon. You know what I mean? He he legitimately is is just like terrible, atrocious. Why <laughs> why, why, why are you here? How, how how do you still have a job? I think I zoned out. I don't even think I honestly saw the entire fight. I thought I, think I started talking to my friends and I was like, oh, the fight's over. Okay. Did you see Dana White say that uh, the fight between Arnold Allen and Mazar Evelov was one of the most boring fights he's ever seen? I honestly felt like Dana White was having a Joe Biden slash, um, what's the uh, 
the guy that fr- keeps freezing in oh, uh, the one that be uh, glitching out, uh, uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Yep. I think that yep. he was Is having like name? a Joe Biden, Mitch mm-hmm. McConnell moment because yes. like he was not understanding a lot of the questions and was like mixing up stuff. And I was like, Dana, wh- where are you right now? Like, because that I don't think that he was talking about that fight. There's no way that he was talking about that fight. Uh, yep, I agree with you. He was yeah. talking about Chris Curtis, hundred <laughs> percent. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, I, I gave it twenty nine, twenty eight to Mozart Ivalov. I, I thought he looked better. I thought he handled the striking a lot better than yeah. what I what I thought he was going to be able to. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Arnold Allen. He was rolling. He was trying his best to get out of that. I mean, Arnold Allen. He he's right there. Ivalov. They're right there. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think anybody had a bad performance. It just you know the the cars just didn't go Arnold's way, and you know. They're pretty yeah, close to the rankings too. Uh, they they let's see have they updated Arnold yet? Arnold was four Ivalov was mm-hmm. around nine nine yeah. nine yeah okay that'd be a good jump up for him then. yeah so now they yeah. got Ivalov at five and they put Arnold at six okay yeah it's a, hey yeah I agree with you guys set it two one for Mosvar it was a high level fight those like you were saying those both those guys are very good fighters it's I don't think it's a downgrade for um. For double A, losing that fight, he showed what he can do. Showed he was strong. He fought the whole fight. He didn't get just taken down and held down. So it was a good fight for both. They, yeah. of course, there's a loser, but they both kind of won in in that fight. And, and and real quickly, like here's the fucking thing to all you MMA fighters. You know what I mean? Arnold Allen gave a textbook definition of how to get up or try to get up and not accept the fucking position. Except, don't accept it. You know, exactly. because too many times people just accept the fucking position. And he like again, yes, he was getting taken Neil down. Magny. But he was, <sighs> no Magny was accepting the position until he won that fight. He was just laying there. Yeah. So I thought that that was beautiful. I think that was textbook of like what we want as MMA fans of like, man, like, bro, like, are you trying to win this or what? Like, hey, double A was trying to, it's weird to say double A, y'all know I'm a WWE fan. So I think of the four horsemen, Arn Anderson. When I Arn Anderson. Double A. They don't, they don't know about that, my boy. They don't know. They don't know about that. <laughs> These young guns. What's um, next, guy? What's next on the docket? Uh, that was Chris Curtis versus uh, nope. Mark Andre. Yeah, it, 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 here's what I do want to say about that fight. Chris Curtis still went on the MMA hour and was like popping shit about how the fans acted and how we felt about the fight. I'm like, dude, I know. I, and his whole argument was he threw more punches in that fight than he did the Kelvin Gastelum fight, which is a fight that everybody liked. And I'm like, because there's a difference. There's a difference in pop, 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 pop. You know what I mean? Like y'all just exchanging shots. It did feel like a sparring match. You know, and and y'all going in there trying to really hurt somebody or somebody getting an advantage out of it. Like it was, yeah, it was it was hard to watch. But his response was just kind of like, "Come on, dude! Like, don't do the patty thing." We're like, <laughs> you you blame us for the fact that like, okay, it wasn't received well. I mean, it's, you got the win, but like, it, it was a sparring match. It was Giga versus uh, Caceres. Bruce. It was worse. Yeah, Caceres. It was worse. Yeah, I actually, I actually remember moments of uh, Giga versus Alcaceres. Yeah. I don't remember a single thing that happened in Chris Curtis. Nothing. Isn't that, isn't that like the funny ass thing with MMA fights? How you can kind of like determine like if you're fucking with or not, where you zone out. All of a sudden, you you know you watch, and then all of a sudden you're doing this. Oh, oh, wait a second! I'm supposed to be watching the fight. You know, round three. Yeah. <laughs> it was round one, like two seconds ago. No, ain't nothing worse than when, like, you look up, you think it's round three, and it's only round two. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can you can uh, feel when a fight is long and the fight is going on and you look up and you're like, damn, there's still a minute and 45 seconds left to go. I feel like they've been fighting and, forever. And we about to get there with this Raquel fight. We about to get there with this Raquel yeah. fight. Uh, oh, Neil Magny versus Mike Malat. What the hell happened, Mike? What happened to Mike? Listen, coffee's for closers. No coffee for you, my friend. <laughs> I mean, he's dominating Neil Magny. Dominating him. It's looking like, you know, he, he's going to just... I mean, it, it was ridiculous. And then what, 30 seconds left? You get taken down and was just like, hey, I, hey, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't got nothing else left in me. That was crazy. Shout out to Neil Magny. February, February came early. And listen, y'all, y'all know me. Y'all know me. Y'all know who I be picking. The one time in my verdict that I don't pick the way I pick, <laughs> I fuck around and lose. Mike Malott, he was doing his shit for three rounds, you know, two and a half, two and a quarter. He got all the way and couldn't finish the fight off. And I'm not going to shit on Mike. He has skills, right? And he will do well in the in the UFC. Um, Neil Magny, he's a gatekeeper. I'm just not going to shit on Mike. Hopefully he can continue. Hey, you learn from losses, so hopefully he does well. He's still young. But, man, Neil Magny was – he pulled that out of his fucking asshole to get that win. Hey, he, he did his best uh, – Mike Malott did his best shell sunning. Mm-hmm. You uh, know? It for reals. For reals. It's Mike Malott young, though. I thought he was like – at least for this stage of his career. He's like he's 32, 31? 33. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh he's 32. 32. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know. he got he got 3 more years before that uh UFC curse come around. Hey, that <laughs> thing that thing doing what it's supposed to do. Uh we ain't going to spend too much time on Raquel Pennington versus Myra Buena Silva because that was hard to watch. That was terrible to watch. I was really disappointed in uh, MBS. I thought she was going to go out there and like just look better, do better. Instead, she let Raquel Pennington do what Raquel Pennington does, which is stand up on and clinch on the side of the fence. And it was, it was just, it was terrible. Even when she was taking punches, I, I think I started laughing because it was crazy. <laughs> she was just like, <laughs> yeah. I was it like, was... Come on now, this is a title fight. Yeah, that's got to be one of the worst. Opinion. Got to be one of the worst uh, women's title fight I've ever seen. Um, it was just bad. It was bad from start to finish. I mean, Raquel finally gets the belt. Nobody cares at all. No. Uh, couldn't Is care it, less. Was this title fight worse than uh, Rose and Carla? No, no. you're right. You're no, right. No. At least they were doing Rose and Carla barely touched each other. <laughs> yeah. Don't even remind this, us this, of that fight. That's terrible. Yeah. Speaking of that, Carla Sparza has been moved from the removed from the rankings. Whoa, you right. Yep. From the rankings. Why? Probably because she, she just had that baby. She had a baby? I didn't know she had yeah, a baby. Yeah, remember? It's yeah. been nine months. It's, dang. I don't know nothing about Carla. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she know what Carla got going on. All right. Well, shout out to her. Shout out to her baby. I mean, she she didn't did it twice. I mean, might as well just retire and just enjoy I'm sure she life. did it more than twice. <laughs> oh, you, you're, yeah. Uh, let's get into the main event, y'all. Sean Strickland versus Drikus Duplessis. Because he's a champion, I'm giving him this one chance. I actually said his name this time because he is a champion. <laughs> I said his name this time. For the rest of the pod, you know, I'm calling him by his, the name that his mother gave him, which was Dupussy. Um, how did y'all score this fight? Let's start there. 
Honestly, I I thought Sean was going to edge it or uh, draw. But again, it's like I said with um, RL versus Evolve. I'm not mad at the decision. Uh, I mean, Sean was. It seemed like he was landing more of the head strikes. And the head strikes, you know, that's the thing that people will take away from the most. But, you know, Drickers was landing a little bit, cut him. Even if it was from the headbutt, you know, it's kind of arguable if it was from the headbutt or the elbow they landed. Um, but Drickers was landing the body shots continuously. That was the one thing I was surprised that Sean never went to because Drickers' body is open the whole time. He's, he's sitting like this the entire fight. Throw a couple uppercuts to the, the body, uh, you know. And the re- I think because the rounds are so close... The wrestling part that Drake is throwing was that mediator to be like, okay, you can kind of see where it goes this round. But they both have weird styles. And I think some people were saying that Drake's looked bad, but I don't think Drake's looked any different than he did in any of his other fights. It was just that he was going up against somebody with a weird style. So get two weird styles together, you're in a weird looking fight. <laughs> so. What about you, CJ? Everything Warren said, I was right there with him. I agree with you. Like I was saying on my lives last week, I'm like, it's an interesting fight. I think with with Sean, he's very one-dimensional. We see him fight, he fights the same way every time. He has the to me, he has one of the best jabs in the game. And I was like, I don't even like him, but I'll give him the credit for that. He he will fight, but he didn't change up his style at all until the end. He didn't throw any combos or anything else with it. That jab is like a piston. He did dot up a DDP. Uh for scoring the fight, I watched that fight. I watched two, three, and four three times already because people have been going back and forth. To me, two for DDP. You all right over there, Warren G? That's not <laughs> uh, Jace, you all right? Nah, but uh, I had two for DDP, three for DDP, which to me, I think three was the closest out of those rounds. Four I had for DDP, so two, three, and four for DDP. And I was talking on my live. I was just like, if we go out and we go get an ice cream sundae, right, everything's nice and done up. You have the chocolate. You have your whipped cream. You, ha- you have all of that on there. But mine comes with a cherry on top. You're going to look at that and be like, damn, that's a complete that's a complete sundae right there. And I just think with the little bit of takedowns that DDP had, since the fight was so close, and yes, we know Sean got right back up, but when the judges are looking at that and guys – the judges don't have the stat sheets and all of that. They can they're watching the fight and they score the fight right after that round right then and there. So when you look at that, DDP got a takedown in that, so that kind of put a stamps on that. Hey, that's what the bigger of the moments that happened in that round. Um, super close fight. It's not for me to argue back and forth with people. It's like if it went the other way, I could be like, hey man, you can look at the stats and Sean outstruck him here. But I feel like DDP did a lot more damage. He got more consistent in the later rounds where everybody thought he was going to fall off. I even mm-hmm. thought that shit, but he started fighting harder, throwing big shots. He was more consistent. Leg kicks, body kicks, shots to the head, plus takedowns. It wasn't just a boxing match. He came with an MMA game plan. So all in all, yo, shout out to Jason, all the South Africans out there, baby. Y'all, y'all did it. <laughs> Cause this is Africa, time to nominate. Waka waka. Eh, eh. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna let Jace go last because I I know that he has more feelings and thoughts about this than I do. Um, I'm gonna try to keep it short. I gave two, three, and four to Drikas. I thought that it was clear as soon as it was over. I thought Drikas won. I thought they were gonna rob him, um, especially when I knew Saul Diamato was on there. Saul did. Saul is the only judge that gave the fight to Sean Strickland. Um, and when we talk about like as far as punch stats, when you look at them in total, um, Sean Strickland outlanded him by 40 punches, but those punches come in the first and the fifth rounds, which are the rounds that I gave to him. Um, so you have to look at the whole fight. Like CJ said, he was mixing it up. It didn't have to, like, whether he got the takedown, secured them, Sean was getting up, he's mixing it up, he's pushing the pace, he was in his face the whole time. Um, and I, I just thought Drinkus won. And I, I mean, go back and listen in the middle of the corner. Even at the end of the third round, the first thing Eric Nixon says is, I don't like the way you looked in that round. I don't like that round. Yeah, He, he knew that he took that round off. Um, and I don't think that it was, um, I know they showed the headbutt, but right before the headbutt is that left jab, um, that cut him, And then the headbutt or the clashing of heads, um, opens it up a little bit more, but like, even if you go in there and be like, Oh, I couldn't see any blah, 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 blah. Like, it sounds like Tony Ferguson talking about, Oh, I got poked in the eye and that's why I lost to Bobby Green. And you know, this happened. My mother had a, uh, sh- sh- shut up. You're a fighter. That's what you wanted. You said you wanted blood. You want the fight to the death. So shut up talking about, oh, a headbutt and all of this. And y'all was dragging Chris Curtis when Chris Curtis almost got finished because of a headbutt. And now y'all like, hey, man, Sean deserves a rematch because y'all are guzzling him down. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Just for the record, I'm not guzzling nobody down. Um, I thought this was such an interesting fight. Like, I loved mm-hmm. the fight and, like, hated the fight at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, I I walked away from the fight kind of scratching my head. I thought rounds one and five were the most definitive, which I did give Sean. I think the round to kind of really tilt the scale is probably round two because it's almost like a tale of two rounds in in, in round two itself. Um, I wouldn't have been mad if they had said Sean Strickland was, you know, I was, I mean, so to be fair, I was expecting and still, especially because of fifth round, like Drikas, like, I don't know what the fuck he was doing the fifth round. He wasn't doing shit. Um, I'm glad DDP won, you know, in one aspect, but also I'm not because obviously they're going to fucking make this uh, Izzy Adesanya, the, the the number one contender, even though he shouldn't be. Um, and I'm a big believer in styles make fights. And I honestly believe that Sean Strickland has a style that will beat Izzy nine out of ten times, where I think Izzy beats Drikas nine out of ten times, you know, because I see Drikas styles almost like a Paulo Costa kind of a style, you know. Uh, so I'm just thinking about that. And then I got to hear all, like, the Izzy dick riders back in the fucking dms and that's just like troubling to think about ahead of time you know what i mean yes it's funny that you say that word deserve though it's It's funny you say that it's because you yelled up and down last year kobe deserves when he didn't Mm. you shit on Bilal when he does deserve Mm. and then you shit on him but then you're the same guy that comes in here is like man i want that story i want that story who do you want DDP to fight next? Cannoneer, because he's who what the second rank? Exactly. Is he still a fighter? Yeah. That's the guy who just whooped on Marvin Vittori. Ooh. So which so Record which one do you want? Record book whooping. Do you want the story or you want the deserve? You can't have it both ways. I don't think I'm just talking was. to Jace though. 
Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Because <laughs> you say the story, and then you saying deserve. Well, Bilal deserves, and you shit on that man's. Hope he don't Warren. deserve shit. <laughs> say it, Warren. Say what you want to say, Warren. <laughs> and then make sure you say it with your chest when you do, young man. Listen, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you go. I'm let let you respond, and then come back to me. Let me get. Let me Baby, get all the information back. first. Baby, come back to me. Um, I actually th- I think that uh, Sean Strickland, especially now, and DDP is the better storyline. The man who didn't even defend, defend the belt? Title Come on, man. Is a better storyline because he got headbutt and he lost a, a close fight. He deserves well, to defend it. Well, well, anytime there's controversy about a decision, right? Like, that's a good thing, right? When you have 50 people saying one, 50 people saying another, that's a good thing. Can we agree on that? Yes. Warren, if it's justified. CJ? If it's justified, yes. Yeah. Well, I would say consistently or, or the, the consensus is that most that people... What? Go ahead, go ahead. I'm just... Something came in. Oh, no, no. I was saying, like, I just feel like the consensus about this fight is like a pretty fucking good split. There's a lot of people saying DDP won this fight. And then you got like Chell Sonnen out there saying that DDP won every round of the fight. And I'm just like, what fucking <laughs> fight did you watch? Bro, you know we can't listen. Like, Scott, like you got the internet you... right now? Yeah. I don't want to cut you off. Can you look up? Somebody sent me that uh, Kayla Harrison's about to fight Holly Holm on UFC 300. I know that's going to be right. I know well, that's I know they right. didn't sign Where Brock Lesnar. They sign Brock Lesnar. And that's my plug that always be lacing me up with, with, with the fight. So just look it up for me before. And you could cut this out of the pod if it's not true. Uh, Warren checked on his phone. I'm not seeing it yet. No way. What, what you seeing, eh? What y'all saying? Hey, forward it to me. See, that's real. That's real. Dana just got it. Is, that's real. Oh, Dana, like his face? I just, I just, yes, 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 yes. He just put it. He said, hey, they he said, like his face. <laughs> nah, wait. Kayla Harrison yeah. versus Holly Holm. It's on Instagram. I just, I just logged off and went on the Instagram. Dana White in the caption said they signed Kayla Harrison. Oh, for hell no. Bring Amanda back. Bring Amanda back right now. <laughs> gang, right gang, now. gang, gang. Yes, bring Amanda back. Whoop no, her ass. Wait a minute. I need to go so back he must be live right now. What class would it be at? Not on his Instagram. Cause Cause isn't she, 145 officially gone now? She's yeah. not. The Holly Holm. Kayla is big. She ain't making no 135. Holly Holm versus minute. Kayla Harrison is official for UFC 300. Hold I just on, got that in my verdict. Hold on. Let me hear this. For UFC 300. Holly Holm. She was inducted in the Boxing Hall of Fame in 2022. In the history of the women's bantamweight division, she is tied for fourth most It's win. real. It's right, real. Guys, here's another announcement for UFC 300. Holly Holm. Never compete in combat sports. It's fucking real, y'all. It's real. I'm watching this gram. Yeah, I just put it up on here. Yo. Hey, shout out to CJ. I think this might be the second time that CJ, like, then hit us. I be having the plugs. I be having the plugs, y'all. That's a shame that somebody else got the plug before me. That's crazy. I ain't got not one email. (laughs) So, y'all, when y'all listen to the pie, we dropped it here, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't got to go to Dana first. We got it, baby. <laughs> God damn. That's, hey, cra- that's crazy. Kayla, 
Hey, I gotta wait for Jason to pop back up on here because I, I I'm here. Real, I'm here. Okay, cool. I've been real critical about Kayla because because she was popping all that shit in the PFL. She was going crazy in the PFL, and I was just like, man, if you're not gonna come over here and scrap and beat somebody up, then I don't want to hear it. And really, her versus Holly Holm, I feel like she's gonna get Holly Holm the fuck up out of there. Um, I was about I, to say this is a whack time for her to come in. Pause. Yeah, you know you what to I'm come saying? In on, on Amanda time. Oh, yeah, and Amanda was yeah. just talking about she's Not a fighter. Coming back. Wanna, mm-hmm. Oh, I wish yeah. they could, I wish Amanda was still fighting. They could run her. You got. You got to think that the UFC tried. You got to think the UFC had tried they to get Amanda back. Threw her a but bad, you know what? Yeah. Amanda's not in the testing pool, so she got to be in for six months. So that's probably why they weren't able to secure it. Ooh, Kayla said, "Listen, big dog, y'all, y'all, PFL held her." All throughout last year, she didn't get no fights. She didn't get to compete inside of the season. And her the way her contract was set up was after her last fight, she was done. Like, she had – they didn't have to match anything after that because they had matched and kept her from going for, to Bellator and kept her from going to the UFC before, uh, two years ago. So now she was like, hey, I'm coming over here. Oh, that looks nasty. You know, PFL and, and Bellator just linked up, and it was supposed to be like, oh, this is this is the best thing for the fighter, blah, blah, blah. And your number one star, the one before they got Francis, but your number one person that you've been, like, pushing, putting everything on, on top of was like, yeah, I'm about to go to the UFC. <laughs> so, so now I want to know what weight class it is, though. Jason, we got to see your face. Come back off. Uh, I will in a second. So, okay. so, so, so now, Sky, will, will, will you not take a shot on Kayla Harris anymore? Because, yeah, because she's in the UFC, she's going to be able to come and compete. However, I feel like she's going to do well because yeah. who's that one? Mm. She's not going to go to 135. She's not a 135er. Yeah. She's way she's too big. big. She fights at 55 at the PFL. So, 145 is the lowest she can go. Um, it's, it's messed up because we were this close to getting Kayla versus. Uh, cyborg. Now that's what I really wanted to see. She um, definitely don't want that smoke. So now we're not gonna see that. Who? Which makes wait, sense. Wait, 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 wait. Why? Who, who? Who don't want the smoke? Kayla Harrison. What? You think With so? Cyborg, bro. Did, did you watch her last fight in her striking? Do you think so though? What cyborg? Did you watch cyborg's last fight? It's, it's an boxing? MMA fight. It's an MMA fight. This is <laughs> Cyborg has them hands. Kayla Harrison does not. She has oh. decent grappling, bro. She was struggling with Aspen Lad. Like, come on now, brother. Hell no. Nah. We'll Hell no. Nah. She probably gonna uh, get Holly out of there just because of her style. Holly's like she... forty five years old. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm surprised that the PFL signed Aspen Lad. I don't and like put her against Kayla Harrison. That just kind of shows well how shallow their competition is. Because when's the last time Aspen Lad won a fight? I don't know. When's the last time Aspen Lad made weight? I was just about to say that she (laughs) always has trouble with her weight. Right. Made weight, won a fight. That's why 155 was such a good weight. I mean, maybe this means that the UFC is going to put energy and time into actually building up 145 um, and, and, and bringing, you know, some women fighters in and promoting them and showing, you know, because there are. That division, obviously, you know, Laura Pacheco is doing her thing at PFL. She's doing her damn thing over there. You know what I mean? So hopefully they'll they'll build it up. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with that. I don't remember. I and you don't want to know what's sad is that we was just putting Jace's feet to the fire, trying to get him to like admit <laughs> about like how he's super biased with Sean Strickland and these different fighters. And I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> 
don't even remember what happened. Um, I think I, I know Jace was talking about as far as the storylines and talking about, you know, a close fight and that being compelling to rebook it. But at the end of the day, there is nothing at middleweight or even really in the UFC right now that is hotter than 36 and me. Drunk Izzy walking in talking about N-word, 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 36 and me. Da, 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 like that that beef right there has to take place. It ha- and if they can't do it for 300, they have to do it for uh they have to do it for International Fight Week. Oh man, that means I got to spend some money. Yeah, we got to <laughs> we got to pull up. And and I want to point out that I can't believe that Jace just sat up here and said nine out of ten times he thinks Izzy beats uh, Drekus when for the longest, the last year, he's been saying that Drekus was going to demolish Izzy. I know y'all remember that. He facts. Jace? Facts. If you're oh, he, got his mic, he got his mic and his camera off now. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 y'all keep talking. I'm all, uh, I'll be done in two seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah. He so, bubble in right now? He must be. <laughs> <laughs> I got the bubble guts. Um, yeah, I, I think that that's definitely the fight to make is Izzy versus Drikus. Um, I mean, and when they asked Dana about it, you know, he did the little smirk and the little, you know, he did like the little smile, you know, we'll announce some stuff. So that'll be interesting. Um, I think overall, I'm very happy that UFC 297 is done, that Sean Strickland yeah. is no longer the champion. Um, <laughs> l- let's hear what you have to say about Drinkus and Izzy. Drinkus and Izzy. Yeah, because for the longest you were saying, like pretty much all last year, you was like, Drinkus is going to get Izzy out of there, finish him, knock him out, and then today you said nine times out of ten you think Izzy wins. Yeah, just after watching the the last fight, uh, you know, you're only as good as your last fight. Kind of brought me to a different conclusion. Obviously, I'm going to be pulling for my boy, the first African born champion. You Stop. know, Pulling he's first hard, real man. African, real hard, like yeah, his coach. Mm. Um, he ain't got them African jeans to kick in, though. Yeah, you're right. Izzy does Unintended. not. He's Chinese. Hey, don't ever talk about uh, Big Daddy Izzy. Yo, chill. Come on, now. The, the, the Come on, the, now. The proof is in the spandex, okay, my boy? Oh, uh, brother. Big Daddy Izzy. <laughs> oh, man. Brother, this I don't, I, don't, I don't know him like that. <laughs> hey. I, don't, I don't know him like hey, that. I, I, I'm the only girl on here. I can say it. It is Fair. what it is. Fair. <clears throat> well, yeah, what, that was a transition. Always, that's what I always want to tag in Mo, but then I, I want Mo to live her back. Nah, Mo gonna stay her ass back there. You trying to? <laughs> I'm she trying to miss a body around, home. She about to be running around here looking like Drinkers. Scott trying to get your eye dotted up. <laughs> Over here trying to look at sausages, man. Uh, Big Daddy Izzy, tell her Big Daddy Izzy. She you know Meat Stick Mondays. Hey. Oh no, um, no. What did your boy have the game or I had to unfollow him because he kept having like oh, Miami Tuesdays. Trend. He started that trend, um, fine in word Fridays. Yeah, and he would yeah. just show man me. And I'm like, bro, come on, man. I had to unfollow him. I used to cause he used to have the best hashtag game in all of Instagram. Yeah. Old school game, unfucking real. Um, let's talk quickly about Dana's comments around fighters being able to say, do whatever they want, uh, 
whenever they want. Uh, Ariel, your boy Ariel Hawani, you know, king of the receipts. I can't stand Ariel anymore, but he is the king of the receipts. And he did pull out all the receipts of all the times in the past that Dana had fired, uh, suspended fighters, fired UFC employees, um, made people apologize for making homophobic remarks, um, all kind of, not only just homophobic, but also just like um, anti-Semitic remarks and all kind of stuff that people have been punished for. Mm. And now all of a sudden it's the wild, wild west. You can say and do whatever you want to do. And how like this whole new version of Dana has taken, has come out around, you know, him going to the Republican convention, being all super pro Trump, you know, cause the UFC is now the Republican convention. I don't know if y'all realize that yet, but like we got Tucker Carlson walking out. We got Trump walking out. I mean, St. Denise or whatever his name is. Yeah, you know, we got everybody out there. It, so, it, you know, it's, oh, DeSant, he was there too? Not this most recent one, but wasn't he at one like the last couple months or so? I wouldn't be surprised. I want to say yes. Yeah, I want to so say the Sean O'Malley card. Yeah. And it will probably yeah. be at the one in Miami. Miami. You know what? Yeah. You're right, because they gave him a standing ovation. Like, they were going crazy for him. So, you yeah. know, the UFC is the, public, is the Republican convention. Um, and... The, the fans, it's that's a whole nother. But Jace, I know specifically you know a little bit more just about um, the past, how the UFC was, like people getting in trouble and stuff. Like, how do you feel about this new current era that we're in? So I'll I'll, I'll make mine really short and sweet. <laughs> I, I I think this is all linked, and this is me putting on my conspiracy cap. I think this is all linked to the UFC's antitrust lawsuit. And now he's trying to be like, oh, people are independent, independent contractors, right? Um, I really 100% think that that is the way that he's trying to play it. Because obviously that's not the case, right? Even in recently in-ring interviews, you know, where people have dropped the F-bomb, you know, or the the new F-bomb, let's call it, you know, and you see like, the, the the broadcasters, the pundits, if you would, walking away, you know, instantaneously or like, stop it. If it was a real Wild Wild West, they would just sit there, keep letting them grind out whatever the fuck they want to say. You know, don't mm-hmm. act like, Dana White, don't act like you're not talking to these guys at all. You know, because I even heard Sean a couple of times, you know, try to like change uh, his word a couple of times. You know what I mean? Like give him that coaching. Hey, guy, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about money. It's all about money. And Disney, Disney mm. went head to head with DeSantis. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> Disney don't play. They all about protecting the brand. And when those sponsors like, yo, you know, because people call them sponsors and be like, yo, this ain't cool. We'll see. We'll see. Um, one thing I find very interesting about the UFC fan base that I'm talking about the extreme right-wing fan base and you could be whatever you want to be uh doesn't matter to me is that when you have fighters talking about left-wing stuff all the right-wing fans come out and say leave politics out of sports don't bring up politics blah 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 but when it's a politic or a politician that you support we can have it all throughout the sport it's totally fine it's totally okay but when it goes against your views and opinions, and all of a sudden we have to leave it out of sports. And that's where it just becomes vile and disgusting, and y'all trying to police what people can say and feel. Um, I think overall that the UFC needs to step in. And the reason why I say that is because it is 
they they you guys went to uniforms to try and make yourself look more like less like a cage fighting organization, you know, a cockfighting. You guys made all these changes to try and be up there with the NFLs, the NBAs, to try and look more like, um, you know, professional fighting rather than just people just out here brawling. And you've made these changes, and yet you're still allowing people to say things that are incredibly offensive and just politically incorrect. And granted, sure, you can continue to let them say and do these things, but that puts you in that same category that you were trying to get out of, of just these untamed people who are in, who are locked inside of a cage fighting each other until you're bloody. And I think it makes it hard for, you know, uh, a casual, <laughs> for a casual fan just to come in. I mean, you don't even see that in boxing, right? And, you know, Dana loves boxing, but they don't get to talk and be like that. Um, and I think that, like, in order to keep the UFC to look professional and somewhat we're fine. Like, yeah, you could say your opinions, but there's also a way to speak about certain yeah. things. There's there's a certain way that I feel like these fighters should should uphold themselves. You know what I mean? The way that Sean Strickland shows up in the world, the way that he shows up at these press conferences, it's not okay. It's just not. And how am I going to retain new fans when this is my middleweight champion? When this is the guy who's on the poster, when this is the guy who's going viral for saying all of this crazy stuff. Sure, you get those casual views of people that's like, well, who is this guy? But like my our brother, Jason and I's brother, he's not gonna watch that. Mm. He's not gonna click for Sean Strickland's BS that he's saying. It, I think that it's unprofessional. And if you wanna create yourself to look like you, you guys are the premier brand. Apple is never coming out saying no crazy crap like this. And Apple can do really whatever it wants to do because because people are going to still buy the latest iPhone, right? The latest mm -hmm. computer. But they hold themselves, I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a cult. <laughs> they hold themselves to a certain standard. And the UFC's not. And I think eventually it's going to bite them in the butt. Because what happens when Sean Strickland grabs the mic, I was so happy he didn't go crazy, and he starts talking about Disney. And he starts talking about Mickey Mouse. You, you can't <laughs> talk about Mickey Mouse. On Mickey Mouse's channel. What happens then? I guarantee you he'll be policed. Like when he said Coors instead of Bud Light? Ha! <laughs> Shout out to Brock. UFC 100. Yeah. So. What do you think, What Warren? about y'all? Y'all got any thoughts? It's. I didn't know about the mail and about how there was like some inconsistencies there. Um, but I was thinking like. When I listened to that interview with Dan talking about that, thinking about with Mel Cap and uh, where the other guy was, and how they put out apologies almost immediately. Like, you know they didn't just do that on their own. You know they didn't just do that on their own. So I think that if, you, if you're going to have that kind of attitude... Stick to one side and, uh, like Jace likes to claim... That yes, be consistent. <laughs> that I think that's honestly the only thing. I, I think that it's like giving the example of Sean Strickland. A lot of stuff he says, I I have a hard time taking it seriously sometimes because anytime fighters have have strong opinions on like super political things, I'm like CTE. <laughs> like CTE is the first thing in my brain. Like, and that's why. Like, when people talk about, like, Colby Covington and how he says all this stuff, it's like, I can't even take that seriously. Like, I know this just act. I know this, you know, it's all these different things. And 
I mean, look at like Frank Mir. That man barely talks in cohesive sentences. Same thing with Tito Ortiz. It's just like these. There's so many different factors that go into it that I'm like fight. Fighter zone. That that that's not really something that they, you know, they're not extremely informed on it. The people you see that are informed at the fighters I do talk are like the ones who are out here like doing businesses like uh I like Quinta. He has his own real estate business. Um you know, different different fighters like that. So I Yeah, I think if you're gonna do it, just be consistent with it and you know, stick to that narrative. If not, then 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 pick a side and figure yourself out. And speaking of being consistent about it, my uh, thing was, uh, go ahead, Jace. I was just gonna say, I I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with y'all. I mean, I, I yes, I agree with it on principle. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not an advocate for the things that uh, Sean Strickland's actually out there saying, right? But <clears throat> I mean, the guy got the most pop of anyone. By far, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't even close, you know, as far as who the fans were there to see, wanted to hear, wanted to be a part of, gravitating toward, right? So so this nationalistic mentality, right, resonates in a lot of fucking people. Because if not, he would get booed, Right. We've seen it. We've seen it. Where like a crowd, well, the crowd will turn. Like you know, Ian Gary, the most hated man in MMA right now. You're right. Just everyone's completely turned up. But Sean Strickland, so many people are clamoring now for him. You know what I mean? So why would the UFC want to do anything different when it pertains to him? Uh, and I hear what you're saying. The, the and he got the blueprint from Kobe Covington. He's doing the exact same thing. Even though he talks bad about Kobe, he's doing it. He's pandering to that exact same fan base, right? Mm-hmm. So, so wait, 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 real fast. Do you think he actually is pandering? Because I don't think he is. I think this is 100% who Sean Strickland I is in honestly life. 100% think that Sean Strickland needs to be checked in to a 72-hour hold, and I think that he needs to be on medications. <laughs> I believe that he is a walking time bomb, and something bad is going to happen with him out in the streets amongst people. If you go back to his very first MMA Hour interview, I keep telling y'all, it's 45 minutes long. It is dark, and it is nasty, and it is vile. And it's nothing more about him talking about running in dark parks, hoping that a homeless person puts himself in a position for him to legally kill them without him having to go to jail. He sits up and he fantasizes about stuff like this. Listen to that interview. And even this weekend, he told y'all, when he says the stuff that y'all say, y'all think that he's playing. He said, I'm not playing. I'm being very serious and nobody's taking me seriously. Something is clinically wrong with that man. That's what I think about him. I think that he's a loose cannon and he's a fucking nut. He sat up there and said that he was going to stab Drinkus Duplissy if he uh, mentioned his father again. You're a grown man over here crying, trying to stab another man. Went as far as to say, I will ruin my life just to stab you. He's not right in the head. And I guarantee you, if given the opportunity, if Drinkus would have said something, he would have stabbed that man. I think Sean Strickland is a loose cannon, and I think that I have nothing good to say about him at all as a human being. Um, As far as the fans clamor behind him, once again, this goes back to weeks ago when I talked about super impressionable. A lot of these people is young, white men, 15, 16, 19 years old, that have hooked on to the things that he's saying. Him wearing a shirt, 
saying, oh, women should be in the kitchen and guns should be in every hand, whatever it says, something like that. You know what I mean? And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah. And then they get on this internet and they're calling women bees and hoes and all kind of crazy wildness. Like, that's not, if y'all think that that's okay, then that's fine. But this is has now become the UFC's core fan base. I'm not okay with it. I'm at the point to where like, it's it, when it's a Sean Strick, like I, it's hard for me to interact with these people. It's hard for me to be inside the comments. Like even on this podcast, like this podcast is is not that fan base. That fan base is not going to enjoy listening to us, especially to me. Mm-hmm. And and that I'm just not a part of that fan. I'm not a part of that fan base. So yeah, it gets a pop, but all pop isn't good pop. Shout out to Diet Pops. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, real quick before we wrap this up, this weekend. We do have one championship, as CJ pointed out to us, because y'all know one thing CJ gonna do is he gonna watch all MMA, not just UFC. He gonna watch it all. Um, <clears throat> yes. So you little casuals crying that there's no fights this weekend? Yes, there is, little nerds. Go out and support See, look, your boys. That was even that, that was even disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, damn, bro, why you gotta go that way? Yeah, Sage Northcutt's fighting, Sexy Yama's fighting. You know, it's going to be a good fight. Super legs fighting. So, if you guys like watching fights, hey, guys, there's going to be some fights on. I'll probably have to watch the next day because the timing's a little weird. They're going to be in Japan. But tune in and check it out. Okay. Uh, what day of the week is that? Friday. The twenty, the 28th. Okay. Oh, yeah, Cade, Cade has a match. I'll probably have to check it after. I'll, again, be out of town. Yeah. Yeah, my boy Warren making money out here. I see you. Hey, Warren out here doing his thing. Um, Can I confirm or deny? Real quick before we get out of here, you said you want to announce uh, your next uh, guest that you have coming on. Oh, yes. I I won't say the guest name, but tomorrow there will be a new video out. Psych MMA YouTube channel. Consistency is gonna be coming back. I wrote my whole plan. I didn't. It wasn't like a like a New Year's goal kind of thing. It was just like a random Sunday. The last couple of days, I'm like, all right, making a goals list for the year. Not only with the YouTube channel, but just you know, life in general. So the consistency is coming back. Next time you see me on here, I'm about to have three different interviews up. So yes, sir. Time. I'm waiting for my yeah. invitation. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I got some other ideas too about like not just fighter interviews, but doing some talk with other MMA fans type of I guess not podcast style, but just like, like a round table discussion. So kind of similar to what you all do here. Copy that. Uh, so I will uh, maybe I'll have you all on mine sometime. <laughs> if you want this smoke, yeah. we got a, a couple <laughs> of hot takes before we uh, get okay. out of here. Uh, the first hot take is, um, where is this says? These names are so wild. So, some of y'all, man, like, I don't know, like, is it a lot of thought that you put in or no thought that you put in? But um, it's, uh, let's take a look at this. At It's Laura Gasmic at Instagram who says, <laughs> um, who has the best MMA physique? Oh, I feel like it's between um, Yoel Romero and 
and uh, your boy on the horse meat. What's his name? Alistair? Alistair Overeem. Alistair Overeem. Well, on, when he was on the horse meat, though. The like, Reem. You know, I feel like it, it, it's <laughs> money in between there. Um, Bro, but, like but, an action figure. It's crazy. Yeah. And just for me to be a weirdo also, like... Uh, you know, Tyron Woodley got that thing. He got that butt on him. Bro, come on now, <laughs> bro. Bro, brother. That's a crazy time for you to say that after that video that came oh. out. Oh! Shout out to Tyron. We never talked about Tyron in his little sex tape. Oh, what? Crazy. He got a yeah. sex tape? Tyron was out there. Uh, he's a munch. <laughs> Can you tell the fans what a munch is? You know, he he likes to eat tacos after a fight. Fur tacos, hairy <laughs> tacos, fur tacos, vertical tacos. Oh, vertical tacos. <laughs> yeah. Warren, who you got? Um, man, that's actually a hard question. Uh, I'd probably say. For a long time, I thought Kamaru Usman. No, 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 I can't. I can't say it because of his skinny, skinny legs. Yeah, I don't know. Ignore that. Re- rewind, 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 rewind. Hey, Damien mm. going to fight you over Kamaru now. You know, that's, <laughs> that's his man's. That's his man's. That was, that's yeah. mine, too. That's my. That's uh, one of my favorite fighters as well. No, no, you got to watch what you uh, agreeing to. You, you, don't, you don't know what you're agreeing to right now. Go ahead. <laughs> What do you mean by that? Hey, yeah, exactly. Ask questions first. <laughs> there was an episode that Damien was tipsy, and we don't know what was going on. We don't know what was going on. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm like cycling through the roster right now. Come back to me. I gotta think about it a little more. I don't even know. CJ, uh, Tabitha Richie. Y'all, y'all, y'all ain't finna catch me slipping on no bullshit. You got caught. Warren, you let these fools get you, man. Listen, no, no, no. If you're gonna talk about that, then I'd say Tracy Cortez. Yeah, whatever, whoever. Hey, 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 we talking about my girl, Tracy Cortez. Oh, shit. Come on now, stop playing. You ain't finna catch me slipping. Y'all know I go crazy over Tracy Cortez, man. She can get this work. She can get this work. Who you got, Jason? Uh, I'm not insecure. I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> Yoel Romero. Guy's just ridiculous. Just looks. Hey, you ain't gonna ridiculous. say you're not insecure as much as you pause on this goddamn podcast, boy. Stop. Me. Boy, stop. Me. <laughs> Never. You. Never. And then we got one more quick one from uh, Vegas Jace One. And this one is specifically, I guess, for Warren. It says, um, "Oh." Can you grow facial hair? <laughs> Listen, I was just I was just having this conversation earlier today. The facial hair genetics are just not not working fast enough. I have been trying to grow this since August. <laughs> August. And trying look. to grow what? Trying to grow what? <laughs> Let me fix my lighting. If you get in the right lighting, you can see a little. He got some pubic hair up there. And then. He might be a munch. <laughs> no. You got to do munch. that a little bit. You got to do that a little bit more. Yeah, eat pussy. It's the only way it grows. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even beat Listen. around the bush. Hey, 
Eat it, even. Yeah. Oh, I, I, got it. I 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 got hey, it. Yeah, Scott. Hey, hey, knuckle me up. Knuckle hey. me up. Hey. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think CEO got more facial hair. Oh, I know, man. You shout out my Ooh. shout out to my young nephew. CEO. I'm 22 now. I gotta just accept it and just keep moving. Here we go, young blood. Yeah. I'm tell you, hey. like my uncle used to tell me, eat pussy, it'll grow. CJ over there is a, you know, he wrote a book. Listen, I'm that that may be a, <laughs> that may be a myth. That's all I'm gonna say. That may be a myth. Uh oh. Mm. All right, UFC late night. Um, did you have another one? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we good, we good. All right, y'all. We will be back next week. Even though there's no fights, we'll be back next week to discuss. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of stuff shaking up this week. So we'll be back yeah. to discuss anything that's happening. Uh, but y'all make sure that y'all like, comment, and subscribe. Trash us in the comments. We love to talk back. Um, and we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Just work it. Peace. And yes, I did have to take a shit during the podcast. <laughs> oh I knew it. <laughs> I was sitting here and I was like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> We've got a bleeder. Oh my God. Oh God. Let me just ask y'all. If you had to choose, since y'all are Adesanya, huge Adesanya fans, would you rather see him fight Pereira at light heavyweight next or Duplicis at middleweight next? God, it's good to be Israel Adesanya. Um, <laughs> I have I, options. I want to see him at middleweight. I, I, I think it's a bad fight for him at 205. Mm, those legs get messed up even more than they did in the last two fights. Yeah, and, and, those and, legs were um, destroyed. And Alex is less compromised. Mm-hmm. And Izzy, last time he went up, he didn't even go all the way to 205. Wasn't he like 194 or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. 196. I think there'd be too many X factors against him. I don't think it'd be a smart move for him to go up 205. I think I'm not, we're we're not talking about what's the best option for him. Like, which one is just do you think would be like, which would you be more excited to see? Him versus Drikus. Yeah, him versus Drikus. I would actually first- think it would be competitive. So I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, I can see that being a good fight. If the prayer, I'd be like, okay, prayer's going to KO him in the first two rounds or break his leg. Dang, that's how you feel? At 205? <laughs> yeah! At 205, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think the bigger story would be him fighting Pereira, the trilogy, different weight class. I think that's the way bigger story option for the UFC. I respect it. I think I just want him to take more time. Like, kind of not the full three years for John Jones, but like take some few months and build yourself up into a light heavyweight and come in at 205, maybe. I don't even think he can get that big pause. <laughs> when you were here talking about how big he was, what do you mean? Hey, that's, that's, that's the third arm. Um, <laughs> that's but, the third arm. I, but I don't think he can get, like, it, it would take a, a lot of effort. For him, because he he looked like he eat a lot. Like when he be posing, he eats a lot. You know, he has the right people around him to help. I think he's just a skinny African kid right now. 